You're listening to The Far Out Podcast Starring Todd Perry Worst music ever Buck Perez I have walking around weed And I have, you know, weed that's in a container And from the rotating gang of Cigar Store Indians Jeff Harmatz this, this podcast is starting to sound like a PUA forum, pickup artist forum. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Far Out. My name is Todd Berry. We got Buck Perez to my left. Todd. And from the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, cartoonist Jeffrey Harmans. Hello, Todd. Jeff. Hello, no. Buck. Jeff Harmans. Jeff, so, how are we doing? Very fantastic. Right. On today's show, we're going to be dropping knowledge. We're going to be dropping the ultimate party knowledge that we have attained Boom. through life. And as a 39-year-old male, I feel like I can now give these secrets on to another generation. Right. So we're going to get into that. But before that... Because the millennials need to know. They need, they're not... All the studies they're come pussies. out... They're pussies. They're well, pussies. The studies come out that the, the millennials don't get down like the Gen Xers. When yeah. it just when it comes to like drug use, like they're still partying. I'm not... I hate the people that come out like... Oh, millennials, they suck. Millennials are, you know, like, it's just people. People are just people, but... You guys would be millennials if you were just born 10 years later. That's right. Yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> they vape. They don't smoke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, the vape is bullshit. Yeah, the bullshit. You don't smoke a pipe. That's what the uh, greatest generation says about you. Smoking cigarettes, not a pipe. They smoked real cigarettes. Men smoke a pipe. <laughs> no, you're talking. Sh- yeah, you got to go back to Sherlock when they're fucking piping, dude. I mean, back even back in the day, they were smoking, smoking weed. We smoked opium in my day. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> so we're gonna get into that. Um, but before we get into, I, I saw something weird the other day. I was at um, where was I? I don't even know where I was. Oh, I was at. Uh, okay, I was with my my cousin. It's funny. I don't really have any cousins, really. Yeah. And a lot of people have like you have all the cousins in the world or no cousins. I don't know. But my wife has like a second cousin from uh, uh, Alaska, and we were hanging out the other day. We were at a, a Cubensis show, hmm. and uh, we were discussing this. It was a Grateful Dead tribute band in the area. Did it? Did it reek of patchouli? It reeked of weed. Really? Yeah. You would have liked it. Wait, weed at a dead show? No, it's too much. It's too much for me. That 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 shows too much. Too much. Just a box of rain. Anyway, no. so no. we're we're hanging out, and I I go to the restroom as I want to do. Don't hippies just pee anywhere they want? Usually, just in the corner. <laughs> exactly. Fuck it. That's yeah. how they get the thick dreads. You got to pee in each other's hair to wow. like really mat it down. Yeah. Oh, I saw it before we get. Okay, I saw an article the other day, and you know, it's like I always thought that like white dudes with dreads, it's it's awful, right? It's just it's like the worst thing in the world to see a white guy with dreadlocks, right? It's like brothers all day long, enjoy it, go for it. White guys, it's like it, you're trying to way too hard. To, Perry, Perry Farrell rocked it back in the day. Not, uh, not no. yeah, those are white dreads. I, I have a confession. I'm a white dread. I'm a white dread. So subject uh, on the intent and time put into dreads. I've got long hair right now. My hair is starting to dread in a lot of spaces. Like I, have, I actually have to brush it pretty regularly to keep it from dreading. Like it naturally dreads up. I mean, dreadlocks come about when the hair doesn't get combed and it just kind of starts sticking together. And I wash yeah. my hair a lot. 
but it, it it's clumping together, and oh I got to get my God. girlfriend's brush oh. and really go to town to get. Oh, some look of that at shit your out. problem with having all this clumpy, <laughs> yeah. all this luxurious hair. I brush my hair once a year. It's just like a, like I, it's just like a weird. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret moment where I'm looking and I'm just like, oh my God, and I'm just like maybe there's something still there, and maybe if I just. Massage my scalp, it'll come back. That's my moment. <laughs> but no, there was this article online the other day, and it was about how you should you should, dread your, you should dread your hair. <laughs> just let it go, like keep harm rats over here. Just let it like clump up. It wouldn't clump. There's nothing to clump. <laughs> the sides would clump. You need material to clump with. Like my my scalp isn't going to clump. You if I have scalp <laughs> clumping, that's gonna be a big fucking problem. You'd be like a dreadlock pippy longstocking. Yeah, <laughs> You'd be coming out the sides. Dread dreadlock stocking. Two that's barrels. pretty good, yeah. Dread, that's Dread pretty much my, my regular name. When I when I start my my, my yeah man, the, 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 the dance hall. Itty be dum beat the got it. Worst music ever. <laughs> like normal reggae, totally tolerable. The buck buck. That is the I, who likes that that dance hall. Anyway, <laughs> we're getting way off the topic. But I saw this article and it said that there are. Um, there are uh, the, the Irish a long time ago would let their hair go to the point where it dreaded. So oh. now there's some historical basis for white dreadlocks that give them some kind of cultural claim. So they're not just enacting some kind of, you know, stealing of black cultural appropriation, as we call it in the social justice. Is this warrior. so Iggy Azalea could feel good about herself? <laughs> it can. It's like they're, they're called like elven locks. Wow. I think they're called. Uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm at the Cubensis show, and everybody's getting their country groove on. And there's a guy in the urinals. You know, you have you go to a men's room for those of you ladies out there. You go to a men's room, you'll see like five urinals, and everybody has their own style at the urinal. Right, this guy was doing something I'd never seen before, and I didn't know the, whether I liked it mm. or I didn't like it. But I was—I had to think about it after. But the guy was doing this. Like, you ever see a guy with like a beach cruiser, and they—they're they're not using the handlebars, and they just let their hands on the side, just let the hands dangle. Sure, sure. And they're like, "Yeah, I'm cool, man. Yeah. I'm going to the beach." Right, right. Uh, this guy was at the urinal, hands to the side, Ooh. not touching his dick. No. Not even like if, if the dick went wild, it would take him three seconds to get his hand over if he had the crazy fire hose sure, going. Sure. Hands down, just chilling back. And I didn't, it's like, did he have like a huge dick? Yeah. Or See, a very small dick? Because if you had a very small dick, there's nothing to wave. So I didn't know what, because you know what you're communicating at a, at a urinal. Dominance. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> I do. I do the, I only not, don't touch. I do the, both hands behind the head. Wow. Like, really, like, relax. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that. And you go, oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Is that the oh. Rico Suave? <laughs> I look like Gerardo right now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, Rico. and I would say it's the hands, the hands down pee. I don't know. Am I into it? Am I not? Do I like this guy or do I not? Would I not want him in my home? Hmm. Should I should I be in support? Should I attempt this move? Should you guys you guys want to be into it? The and the ante is upped at the urinal. You weren't curious just from the get go and being like, you know, maybe I'll cop your style. Put your hands in your pocket or something like that. You weren't that curious. 
I don't know. That would send a weird image to the next guy that walked into the bathroom. <laughs> There's two guys with the hands behind mm-hmm. the head peeing? No, no. I mean, he's just hands down. Oh, hands down. Oh, we're not talking about the, no, uh, the bus move. move. Yeah. No, no. no, he's just hands down, head back, uh, 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 and just like that. And I, I, I felt it was almost a rude gesture if you're the guy next to him. Right. Right? Because you could get some on your leg. Well, let, let's bring some flair back to the men's room. I'm, I'm sure I've never been in a ladies' room, but I'm sure there's a lot of cool shit going on in there. A lot of flair. Yeah, a lot let's, of flair. Let's going like on in do there. some wild shit. Hands on the hips and like, <laughs> you know, shimmying a little bit. Dude, they got their hands straight up in the air, like. Yeah, wave your hands in the air like you just don't care. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Throwback Thursday. You pull your pants. You put all, them all, all the way down. All your the knees. way down. <laughs> like oh, when you were a kid. Yeah, like when you were a kid. We should do that like a hashtag or so, or do like do it on Facebook. Yeah. And then you just like, yeah, little kid, just see, see butt cheeks? <laughs> like, throwback Thursday. Yeah, there you go. Oh. So, that being said, you haven't tried it yet? No, I, I maybe. Well, I got to practice at home before everything I do else, it at everything the Cubenza show. Everything else these days is hands free. Well, this, just, just, it's, just not try a, it. it's not a home move, though, because toil- home toilets are much <laughs> different than urinals. Yeah, that's like, true. Urinals catch a lot more, they're designed for slobs and drunks. And a home toilet is for, you know, this is your, my home. I'm not going to pee all over the floor. But if I can master it at home, then I can do it publicly, right? I think publicly is more of a training ground. It's uh, Physically, it's a physical training ground. You have to deal with the social cues more so than... Yeah. Right. It's kind of a trade-off, I suppose. <laughs> well, speaking of social cues, I, uh, oh, but I, I hate it when I have the phone out and people are texting me while I'm trying to do the show, and then I don't want to be rude. To us or to the people? In- no, so you are going to text. <laughs> no, 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 I'm going to take a photo. Okay. And send it to Oscar. Because Oscar was is texting me about the current debate. Oh, is there a debate? We're, we're debating tonight on Far Out Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel the burn. Is Oscar sitting in his fantastic lazy boy? He's got a lazy boy. He probably. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was a big deal. We talked about it. that on the show, didn't we? Uh, Oscar was waiting for his lazy boy to be delivered. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry about that. That <laughs> threw me off. Sorry. I didn't want to be rude to Oscar because he was like, uh, okay, three, two, one. Yeah. Speaking of social cues, I I was I was thinking the other day. Uh, I was harkening back to when I was maybe twenty years old. You had hair. <sighs> It's good times. Yeah. <laughs> Don't shoot me that look. It was, it was, it's a fact. You had it. No, I'm not. I'm not taking it out on you. I'm open about yeah. my baldness. Yeah. I don't hide it, right? I, when I walk down the street, I, I let people know that I am, you know, follically challenged. So bald oh. and proud. Mm-hmm. Unless you're wearing your Make America Better hat, which <laughs> I Make America Great Again. Yeah, hat. it just looks awesome. Do on you still right wear now. that bucket hat around to parties? <laughs> You've worn that to my parties a few times. Oh, do you have a problem with my bucket hat? I'm interested. I've, uh, you're not wearing it now. I haven't seen it in a little while. I haven't seen you in a little well, while. What was your opinion of the bucket hat? Because it was very controversial. I had a white bucket hat that had fish on the side, mm. and I used to wear that all the time. Yeah, it was... and for, there's a reason why I'm not doing. It. My wife didn't like it. Uh, I believe Buck gave me shit about wearing the hat, and I liked it. I thought it was a great, you know, it was it was hearkening back to you know the 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 Stone Roses, Woody Allen, all great people, Hunter Thompson, all great people over time have worn bucket hats, and I was embracing that uh, ethos mm. with the hat. Uh, what was your opinion? You can be honest with me, Jeff. About I actually the hat. quite liked your bucket hat. Um, it wasn't something that I would necessarily reach for, but I really <laughs> respect people who are. I wouldn't. You you guys wouldn't dress like me. I wouldn't dress like you guys, no offense. 
I like that the bucket had it was like you were fucking doing a goddamn thing and you were all about it. And that was I was really only appreciating rocking that. It. Yeah, rocking that shit. Well, my dog ate the bucket hat. Fuck that. That Scout. fucking same. Not the dog that bit me. No, it was Scout. <laughs> Scout ate the bucket. She's... Murray would never bite that. <laughs> but that's the thing. Hat. Scout is naturally evil. That's why I don't understand why Murray attacks this guy. Oh. M- M- Murray is naturally violent. <laughs> Scout is naturally evil. It's too, yeah. We have the violent and the evil. It's very, you know, it's like we have Rasputin and Hitler in the house. Uh, can I have a beer, Jeff? Absolutely. So many years ago, it was, I don't know, it was maybe about 20, and I had a, about a friend of mine uh, named Al Chang. Yeah. The famous Al Chang. Yeah. Oh, Al, di- Al did look good. At my wedding? Yes. He looked good. He's, he wore yeah, Spanx. Yeah, he had the Spanx. He did yeah. look good. He looked good. He looked Could good. you tell he was wearing Spanx under whatever he was wearing? Doesn't that defeat the purpose, or did he tell you? Oh, it was well known. <laughs> he, he let it be well known. Did you see his Spanx line? <laughs> That's the thing about Spanx. There's no There's line. There's no line. Yeah. That's why he looked good. All right. Yeah. So when I was about 20, me and uh, Al... I was at a I was at a party with Al like in the Hollywood Hills, and this is one of these just wild out like a lot of drugs going on. There was like, ecstasy and uh, GHB, weed, and uh, those big like bop balloons full of nitrous oxide. It was in the Hollywood Hills, nice. so it was like it was like the guy, some guy who did like the titles for Fight Club. I think it was like his house. No, right. that's that is a claim to fame. If you're a titles guy, that's a noteworthy one. Yeah, and I remember he was explaining it to me while I was doing like a massive uh, wham wham balloon while like rolling on e and drinking GHB, and I'm sitting there like in the Hollywood Hills, like, and the guy's like, I do a title for Brad Pitt movie, and I'm like, like that, right? So it was one of these nights, and you know, back when I. I could do that when I was 20. I enjoyed it. and But then the next morning, I, you know, the party happened. No one really sleeps because they're all druggy. And then, but then at about like 7 in the morning, hmm. people started like making phone calls. And they had Palm Pilots. It was when the Palm Pilot was a thing. It was back then. And they all started doing business on like a Saturday morning, right? And they all had their heads together. After drugging it up all night, and now we're in like professional mode. These are you know professionals. My buddy Al's like, hmm. Todd, these are trained professionals. These are people that fucking party hard. They get their shit done, and like they they fucking just know how to do shit. They're not like laying around all the next day and being grumpy. Like they're just like I party hard, and then I handle business. And I was like, you know, Al was a, a mentor to me. He was older, and he was like a trained professional. And I thought one day, I want to be a trained professional. I want to look and I want to say, I partied hard, I had a good time, and then when the rubber met the road, shit got handled, right? I wasn't just like a fucking loser partying. I was, you know, I was rationalizing my partying by handling business the next day. So I, 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 I thought that at this point in my life, I've maybe reached the title. And I think both of you, I would also put under that level of trained professionals. Well, thank you, Todd. Yes, yeah. nice, hey. nice yeah. to be honored. Yes, well, thank you. So I wanted, I I started thinking like if there's people listening to the show, I want to pass on some of my knowledge. This will take about two seconds. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, Come on, I ain't got, I ain't got that many. I'm not gonna die at 65 of like liver failure for nothing. I want <laughs> I want something on the public record here. I want this to be written like like the Ten Commandments. I want this to be written on my my tombstone. So I was thinking, so I just started I just started cataloging things the other day. And so I've got a couple, so I'm going to share some if you guys have any. Uh, and if you listen to the show, 
fireoutpodcast.com. Put a little comment up there. But my first thing is, if you get the fear, drink some fruit juice. I'm going to elaborate on this. Mm. Sometimes when you drink... Now, I've noticed this uh, happening as I get older. Like, you have a bunch to drink at night, and maybe, like, we did the podcast, right? So maybe I drank heavy till 11 o'clock at night from, like, 6 or whatever. So I put a lot of booze through my system. Even if you're not that drunk, your body has to, like, detox that. So you wake up at 3 in the morning with your heart pounding, mm-hmm. right? And then and you have, like, anxiety. You ever have this? Uh, almost every night. Okay, good. So you, you ever have the buckets looking I at- just pass out. <laughs> you don't get the fear? I just pass out. No, I don't get the fear. What is your, your brain starts going and you you get kind of like weird and almost like sweaty because your body is like processing well, the booze. For one, my hands or feet are always sweaty. We've, <laughs> we've established that. Uh, no, I've never heard of this. I, maybe it's the Irish. Uh, they don't, just, we, don't, we don't get the fear. Yeah, it just needs more. Yeah, I get I get the fear. Jeff, you're nodding. Absolutely. Oh okay. boy, the sleeping is is troublesome. So really? sleeping after boost. Yeah. So yeah. what happens is because yeah. your body's detoxing, and so it wakes you up because it's going through this de- detox process. So John, I was talking to John Sowen, and John Sowen knows everything. Anything. John Sowen will give you 45 minutes on fucking anything, especially when it comes to health and and, and body chemistry. So John's like. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, Todd, what you got to do is you just uh, have some fruit juice. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, have something with some sugar in it. And it, it balances out like w- your body is producing weird shit. He goes, if you have some sugar, get your blood sugar up. It cancels that out. And then you go back to sleep. So I got the fear like two weeks ago. <laughs> it was bad. I was having a bad fear at three in the morning. Like, fuck, I'm not going to get back to sleep till five, you know. And then I got to wake up. And my job at my own house. <laughs> do I gotta nothing. go all the way to the next one. <laughs> do <room>. nothing. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. So, I know. And, and then I roll around in bed, and then I wake up the dogs that are sleeping in the bed with me. Uh, you know. So, I, I went out, and I had some fruit juice. I had to, yeah. What kind of fruit juice? Uh, uh, I had, it's like orange juice, I believe. Okay. Some orange juice. And I had, why, I had why, basic. Not, why not grape? Yeah. <laughs> grape drink? <laughs> why not? My wife doesn't like grape juice. I'm saying. She likes, you know, with the pulp. It's fucked up. Simply fresh orange juice, whatever. <laughs> organic. And uh, you know, I had like a big glass of orange juice, and then fucking like the the weird heartbeat thing stopped, and I went, I coasted back into bed. I got to give that a whirl. I got to pick up some orange juice on my way home tonight. Train professional. <clears throat> Next. Uh, I, I always... No. Well, it's just... Drink more, yes. I, well... This is a basic thing, but speaking closer to how to get back to business the next day, yeah. I always make sure that after a night of drinking, I have a beer or two left over in the refrigerator to start my day yep. in, in the morning. Fashion. Good, Absolutely. Good call. Good yeah. Call. yeah. If you've been drinking all night, no matter how late you want to roll, how hard you want to go, you got those beer, you at least save just the one one PBR, one little can in the in the fridge when you wake up. However hungover you are, you drink that beer, you're going to be able to get right back to work. Mm-hmm. See, I like I like that theory, and I've done that many times. Like, but the thing is, I, I'm married, mm-hmm. and if my wife saw me drinking at nine in the morning after a night, see, your wife, would, your wife, your girlfriend would mm-hmm. probably be basically cool with my it. wife. She is very cool with that. Also, she's Australian. <laughs> my wife is a kindergarten teacher and doesn't put up with that kind of bullshit. So what I got to do is I got to go to the bathroom. 
and then I hide one. Oh, <laughs> oh man! No, like, but, well, but it's a real like the Godfather. <laughs> you hide it in the toilet. <laughs> it's I don't want to come out holding my dick it's behind the stall. No, but I've <laughs> holy shit! I've had one in on the on the shitter in the morning, but that's on a weekend. Now, if you got to go into an office. You can't have a beer in the morning. When I've you're done hungover. that when I've worked in an office. I've definitely done that. <laughs> I, I don't want like lose my job because I stink. And then the thing is, if I have the one in the morning, which I do, like on a weekend, then there's gonna be two or three or four. And if now that I work from home, if I have one in the morning, fuck it, I'm wasted at three, right? Todd, can I talk to you, uh, copywriter to copywriter? Yes. <laughs> in a previous life, I, I I did a lot of copywriting. I used to work for a major, not known for their copywriting, but a major national company. Yeah. I worked the night shift uh, in New York City when I was living out there. And I found the job started at 7.30 p.m., and I would go in at 7.30 and leave when my shit was done. Oftentimes, I would go to a party, get drunk, go to work, and try and finish my work in time to get back to that party. Right. Um, <laughs> I found and have your work be grammatically correct. I, I found that my work was way better when I was drunk. Uh, way better. really. Uh. I was working with a live editor, and I don't think there was too much editing to be done. But I was way more productive. If I there was you mm. hit a you hit a certain. I would never go in too drunk, but you hit that right balance where you. Yes. Had drinks, you're a little drunk, and you can just produce flawlessly, and it just flows out of you. There's no struggle. There's no anxiety. It just flows. Yeah, I, f- I find that the flow is, they say, right drunk, edit sober. Yes, the exactly. edit sober thing, I can't do if I'm doing both <laughs> at the same time, and that's that's where my problem is. Yes. That I also know, I have a predilection towards alcoholism. Mm-hmm. You don't even edit the show sober. Oh no! Oh, hell no. <laughs> no! Hell no! No, this show's never been edited. You've, you've got to be on some hardcore shit to edit this show. Oh yeah, no. Usually, you, you, you no. Yeah, usually I am. I'm yeah. drunk when I, I. I'm drunk when I do most things. But but I. What we were saying we were just right edit sober drunk whatever. You have a good point. Okay, I'm gonna move on. <laughs> so uh, I'm not even really drunk right now, but uh, I have a couple of drinks, but. Uh, I found this. If if let's just say that for some reason someone forces you to ingest cocaine at a party, in the anus, cocaineus, yeah, cocaineus, cocaineus. What? I didn't want to. I didn't want to break out in the song. You can't, you can't just say it like. Put some yayo up your. <coughs> put some yayo up oh. your a hole. Cocainus. Oh yeah. Oh, catch the Cocainus. Open Go. up your behind, do a line. Cocainus. Open up your nose and catch the hole. Cocainus. Go anus in yo anus. <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah I beautiful. Like the best way, because sometimes if you ingest uppers, then you um, will have a hard time sleeping sometimes. And that can also lead to its own fear, which is the worst fear of the moment you hear the birds at 440 in the morning. Yeah. That's when you want to kill yourself. <laughs> so what I found was if you have any cough syrup, now, this might kill you. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, do not take... Disclaimer. <laughs> You're telling people to do scissor? 
No, do yeah. Uh, a with codeine is like a cough syrup if you have a bad cough. Okay. And I used to have some of that because I had like a bad cough, and I was trying to get to sleep because I was like, you know, I was, you know, I was on the bomb one, and I found that if I just had like, you know, like a quarter cup. Half, whatever. If I just had like three tablespoons of finagrin with codeine, it evened out the ship and I could get to sleep and actually wake up and feel productive the next day. If for some reason somebody gave me cocaine against my will. Right. So held down codeine. Uh, also, another thing is sometimes like guys, I'm now I'm at the age where a lot of guys will uh because they, they they can't smoke because their wives won't let them they like to bring cigars to events or whatever so it'll be a bunch of you know 39 year old guys smoking is that cigars. what that is it's the guys that smoke cigars are just like yeah hey, i can't really smoke cigarettes anymore so here's like a cigar, mm, a cigar. Yeah, my, my wife won't let yeah it's exactly like my wife doesn't mind if i smoke a cigarette my wife will kill me mm. if i have a cigar it's fine but the problem is if you smoke a cigar you, you will your mouth will taste like ass the rest of the day. And the next day. And the next the next day you'll wake up and you'll be hungover because you're probably hungover because you're drinking and you're like, oh. And so it's a, it's a double whammy hangover. Yeah. I found this. Once you smoke the cigar, you get yourself some Listerine, some mouthwash, and then you get, once you feel the burn, you leave it in there for an extra 30 minutes. 20, 20, 30 minutes? No, I'm 30 seconds. Sorry. And then <laughs> once you feel the burn, then you get that going and then and then before bed... Hit it again. Do a gargle. Next day, your mouth will be uh, will be great. The alcohol will kill all of the cigar. This, this is the most like pussy advice I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, my professional yeah. tip is if brush your teeth. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> brush, brush your teeth. teeth the next day. Brush, party tip. brush your teeth. That's all you do, man. But I don't. I don't. <laughs> is that a, is that a song? Brush your teeth. Is that a, brush your teeth. <laughs> brush your teeth. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, and then another thing is okay. Here's another one. Uh, and now, now we're talking about we're talking about beer versus wine when it comes to a party. Because some parties you go to and you drink wine. Hmm. Some parties you drink beer. I've found that wine, over a long period of time, you will wake up feeling ass the next day if you have too much wine. Oh boy! Uh, well, you know when? Go ahead, go ahead. No, well, wine has sulfites or whatever sulfites. Well, I know white wine does, and that's what causes you to have. Do you drink white wine or red wine? Uh, yeah, yeah, all of them. <laughs> Besides rosé. But yeah, 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 yeah. But you have that, and then you... you I, I found that if I'm at a party and I'm drinking wine, I will eventually blow through two bottles, right? And then the next day I'll be like, oh... And I... Because you get older, your hangovers get way worse. Jeff, when you're 39, you're going to be fucking hating life if you keep drinking the same way, mm. right? Mm. So I... There's a lot of accusations in that statement, but... <laughs> A lot of compliments. <laughs> so I, I've found that, that here's my here's my rubric for drinking at a party. If it's going to be over three hours, like if you're going to like a dinner party, it's going to be hanging around for three hours. So you go with your wife somewhere at seven, you hang out till ten, then you, you come home, right? If it's going to be a long, you know, you're going for it, like a long dead party, barbecue, something like that, where you're going to be partying for more than three hours. Fuck fest. Yeah. Yeah. Orgy. Yeah. Then Then you go beer. Three hours and under, go wine, get that quicker buzz, enjoy the flavors of wine. Over three hours, go beer. And then in beer, you're not going to be as hungover the next day. So I'm going to reveal a tip. I don't know if this is particularly a business tip, Mm. but this is something that I've been finding myself doing a little bit lately. And I'm getting old. I'm approaching the age of 39 as 
you so uh, pointed out earlier. Mm-hmm. But um, it's not so. I love to drink, of course, but a lot of times it's like you're if you're not drinking for whatever reason, it's like, oh, why are you why why aren't you drinking? Get a beer. I've been filling up my beer bottles with water from the sink. Wait, drinking. what? <laughs> okay. The fuck kind of sociopath <laughs> shit is this? I thought we were friends, Jeff. We are friends, and I haven't done this tonight. And but that's what I was going to say. Like, sometimes. Do people if, think you're drinking Zima or what? Why no. are you, wait, A, why are you not drinking? Oh, because you did like a sober January thing? I did a sober January thing, but even if I'm like a designated driver, like me and my girlfriend's me and my girlfriend take turns. <laughs> Hugh Hefner. Yeah, we take turns over who's going to be like driving to a party if it's far away, if we're going to a party in Pasadena or the West Side. Yeah. So if I'm the one that's driving, I'll go to the party and I'll drink a beer and then I'll fill up that beer bottle with water from the sink and I can keep drinking what looks to be a beer and nobody looks at me askew. Right. Nobody's like, oh, like... Well, how come you're not drinking? Did not a good enough party? I'm like, it's just I'm drinking out of a beer bottle. Yeah, okay. And okay. then I have yeah, another people beer. People get offended when you don't drink. They right? do, and I oh, get that. I get offended when people don't drink at my house. I think you said to me tonight when yeah. I asked for a coke. <laughs> when I asked for a coke exactly. from the fridge, you're like, "What the fuck? You're not drinking?" Yep. So that's why I drink water out of a beer bottle when yeah. I need to. Yeah. Kind of space out the beers a little bit if I can only have a few beers in a night. So. Yeah, it's. I've had I'm, a. I'm putting. To Java in my Modelo bottle, <laughs> <laughs> just for that reason. I'm gonna see how this shit tastes. I've had a bunch of people, uh, a bunch of friends now that are sober. They're 39 and sober because they were alcoholics, mm-hmm. right? And so now you're hanging out and they're like, I'm drinking and they're having tea. And then I feel kind of uncomfortable because I feel like they really want to drink, right? They probably really want to, I imagine, but mm-hmm. makes me uncomfortable. Uh, what else we got? Uh, let's see here. Uh, there's no coke beneath the couch, no matter how hard you look. Okay, next one. Um, <laughs> that is true. Don't my- if you if you if you lift up a couch at the end of a night, put it down. Go to <laughs> go to bed or go run around the block or have some coding. I have a little advice. My advice: don't smoke the weed that has lint in it. Like if you like, <laughs> you want to you 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 you're like oh it's ruined and you, you start picking off the lint. Don't do it because the lint is. It's always in there, and you you'll be smoking it. It's like rayon, right? That's yeah, like, and rayon? it's not good. <laughs> what do you do? You, do you smoking with Bobby Brown? They have rayon. Like what? No, well, uh, like today you saw me throw something away in your kitchen, right? I did. You that, threw a nug of weed that was away a in nug my of kitchen. Marijuana, yes, because it was in my pocket. Like first it was in my cigarette thing, and then ipso facto it <laughs> fell out, and it, I'm like feeling around. Like, oh no, no. Because it was a pretty nice nug, like yeah. That, yeah. And it's it just, was good. It was nice, and it's just full of lint, like blue lint. And I'm like, oh, you didn't put it in the bag. <sighs> I see. I, I had. It, I have my You're getting too cash with your drugs. Yeah, I have. I have walking around weed. And I have, you know, weed that's in a container. <laughs> the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, when it gets it gets earwax on it, you can't drink that. You can't smoke that shit no, either. Don't you know? smoke that. And please, kids, don't smoke out of a can. Don't use a Coke can. <laughs> you like used I to did do that. Can. I know I used to, but it's bad. You get use Alzheimer's. An, use an apple instead. It can't be good for you. You're heating up <laughs> aluminum. Yeah, you're, you're heating up aluminum, and it's painted on the outside of the can, so it can't be good for you. Oh, oh. yeah, that red Coca-Cola paint. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I, I did it all the time back in the day. I oh. took pride in it. Also, another another tip: if you, if you're going out there and you're a guy and and you want to meet you want to want to meet some girls at the club, right? You want to meet some women. <clears throat> I say this: give them a reason to talk to you, right? Give them an easy in. Because if you if like let's say a girl's like you're you're at you're at the club and a girl like oh I, I think I think this guy's cute I think he's cool but fuck I need an in 
right? No. A girl's thinking, I need an in to say. So I found this. If you, if you, back in the day, if I would drink like white wine at a bar or at a club, it was kind of a different thing. Because uh, like, you looked like a rapist? <laughs> but, yeah, well. No, but I mean, it was like a different thing. So the girl's like, oh, it's the white wine. And they would make a, because it, it was something to talk about, right? Mm. Or if you're a guy, and I knew another guy, a buddy of mine did, did this trick too. He, he does a white wine and girls always come up and go, oh, what's this? And he's like, I'm having a buttery shard. And they go, oh, that's cute. And then you have a conversation, right? And then you just nail the crap out of him later. No. And then also, he I would go out. Buttery shard? <laughs> <laughs> but, but be like mock pretentious about it. And the girls would find it funny. Cause girls like that kind of humor. Hey, hey, Buck. Hey, I gotta uh, try. Yeah, I got no. I, I gotta I, try I mean, this. Judging? Like, no, I gotta try this buttery shard shit. So another thing is, he used to go out with a Live Strong bracelet on, like the Lance Armstrong. Wow, this guy. And, and this is it. You? No. Go to the El Dorado, my Derek not, Carr jersey, and a. You're not yeah. mocking. Talking in the third person right now, that you're really talking about yourself. Yeah, I know, no, it's a guy, no, and he would wear a Live Strong bracelet, right? And so a girl that would be at the bar or at the club would be like, Lance Armstrong, and then like say something against him, and he'd be, he'd be like, he does a lot of good work for cancer research, <laughs> like that. But it would, it would, again, it was a conversation start. Oh man, this this podcast is starting to sound like a PUA forum, pickup artist forum. <laughs> oh well, no no no! I don't want to get you talking that. peacocking right here. You're like, oh, you got to wear that Lance Armstrong bracelet. That's some peacocking, heavy duty. Okay. Oh oh oh! So oh, you know this this stuff now. Well, I've seen both seasons of VH1's The Pickup Artist, so okay. yes, wow. I am up on the I'm up on the slang. All Whoa. I know is, it, I mean, social interactions and stuff are difficult enough. Mm. Give someone an excuse. Give them an in. Give mm. somebody something. Like, don't just be fucking Captain Gennaro, right? I agree with that. I don't. Thank you. Don't be Gennaro. Be the Elephant Man. Here's a better idea. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Be the Elephant Man. Always be the Elephant. Be the <laughs> Elephant Man in the room. <laughs> That's right. If you're trying to meet ladies or gentlemen or whatever you're into, let, I'm not judging. Uh, I would encourage it all. But the only thing you need to do is just have drugs at your house back home, right? Nice. Oh, you'd be like, I have coke at home. Yeah, but, or, but, but if that girl is like looking at you across the bar and she's like. I wonder if he has coke at home, mm -hmm. right? And but then, but like she's she's not gonna really have an in. You have to like peacock a little, so then she has the in to say, "Hey, what's going on, guy with the headband on?" And you're like, "Yeah, I got this because I'm like Jimi Hendrix." She's like, "Oh my god, that's crazy!" And like I have coke. She's like, "Let's go back. Let's get an Uber." And you just you don't even need to. Just, you just go up and whisper in the ear, "Hey, I have coke in my house." <laughs> <laughs> Are you, wait, how do you say it like that? Hey, I have coke in my house. <laughs> So you just say that to random women? Did that yeah, work? You just go around to the bar and say that to everybody so everybody knows. Uh, <laughs> and then when people are like, Is man, that coke in there? That guy over there. The guy with that the guy, headband. That on. guy. Charles Manson over there has coke at his house. I, believe it or not, I actually get asked a lot. People come up to me, strangers, and say, Hey, you look like a guy that wants to buy drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and I usually say yes, nice. I am. Yeah, but sure. it, it's it's that kind of. And then thing. they sell you drugs. Yes, they do. <laughs> Shit, I got it. see. Well, that's because you're peacocking. I don't think you, I'm peacocking. You have the look of a drug user, <laughs> right? Maybe I don't when I go. I think I look too buttoned. Like I I look like a 39 year old white guy. Wait, Sometimes you, know you do. Right now you do not. You look like you're fucking wilding out right now. Yeah. You look like you. Just got back from a Cubensis concert. Buck, you look like you're up hippie. to some shady shit right now. <laughs> well, I just came from the Wu-Tang show. Yes. This is me. This is me, Jeff. I'm the ODB. If my words did glow, 
with the gold of sunshine And my tunes were played on the hall on the strung Would you hear my voice come through the music Would you hold it near as it were your own It's a hand-me-down Thoughts are broken Perhaps They're better Left unsung I don't know Don't really care Let there be songs To fill the air When there is no pebble tossed, no wind to blow, reach out your hand.